0: Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos at text,
1: images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course, present my thoughts the way I want.
0: Right again! Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh! There it is. Drawing board or Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's won. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M I R O.com. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty.
1: Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Charles Chuck, Too Tall Stuck Thompson, coming in at 6'8", across from me Allegedly. on the desk. Yeah, for all we know, it's 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 maybe not 6'8", but we don't know for sure. Someone from the live groups, you know,
2: we're doing this 500th live episode party. That's going to be fun, and people that are in the Patreon got invited, so that's cool for them. Patreon.com, slash good morning liberty. <laughs> and uh, that's happening July, 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 J- did I stutter? It's July 9th, 10th, and 11th.
1: It's going to be fun.
2: It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. we got a nice house. we got a nice house in downtown Nashville to for everybody to hang out at. we has got a grill and a nice backyard. We're going to play some games and who knows what else? A bunch of Liberty stuff. That's what yeah. we're going to do. Anything Liberty. And uh, we're going to record a podcast live uh, in person uh, for, our, for our folks. Um, but those, don't tell
1: the Airbnb host. <laughs>
2: those that got uh, Patreon tickets.
1: Yeah. Monthly.
2: <laughs> so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And um, somebody from the live group, that's how I started talking about this, they wanted someone to bring a tape measure so that we could settle this 6'8 gate.
1: Mm. And I'm all for it. You're going to wear your tallest shoes that day, I bet. No, I won't. Yeah, I feel like you're going to. I'll wear, Charlie's going to be looking for platform shoes out there pretty Normal soon. shoes. Yeah, normal <laughs> shoes. You can't wear any shoes, if man. i wear my
2: cowboy boots. I'm like 6'10". <laughs>
1: all right, well. Right. This is the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week. When we want to, you can, baby, you want to hit that, sm- you want to hit that smash button, and you want to subscribe on that follow button too, if you haven't done it yet. Yeah. So make sure you do those things, so you can get a brand new episode of this very fine podcast delivered to your cellular device every single day of the week. When we want to, it's dumb bleep of the week, mm. Charles. Yes, this is the day where we finally get to complain this about this podcast things. is
2: about to turn into dumb bleep of the day.
1: I know. Overall, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> it's been pretty dumb so far. But this is the day where we find some of the dumbest things we've seen throughout the week. And we have the Patreon listeners vote on what the dumbest bleep of the week was. And I want to say thank you to everyone on Twitter and on the email servers who have thank been you to sending our sponsors. all of our sponsors, which you, you'll Would get you? an advertisement for sometime. Better help. You've heard us talk about them before. It's Charlie's favorite app. BetterHelp. You can go to betterhelp.com or you can download the app. BetterHelp is this great app that pairs you with a licensed therapist. So it's therapy over your phone. All right. If you are having a tough time getting by right now, maybe you're dealing with anxiety. Maybe you're just not as happy as you think you should be. Maybe you're not finding the meaning in life. You know, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. Maybe you're not finding that meaning in your life that you think that you should be. If you're dealing with anxiety, with depression, with relationship problems, BetterHelp has got a licensed therapist for you. It's super simple. You just go to the website, betterhelp.com GML, and that's going to give you 10% off your first month, by the way. So you go to betterhelp.com GML. You make an account. They ask you some questions about yourself, some preferential questions, and they're going to pair you with a therapist that they think will work best for you. If you don't want that therapist, that's fine. You just pick another one, okay? It's safe, it's secure. It's a way to actually talk to a therapist without having to go into the office much cheaper than going into the office, by the way. Listen, taking care of your brain, of your mental health is super important. I don't know if you know this, but your brain controls everything that you do, okay? So maybe it would help you to be talking to someone about it. You can message through the app. You can do video call. You can do voice calls. All kinds of stuff with the BetterHelp app. So go get that app. Make sure you sign up through betterhelp.com GML to get that 10% off your first month. You tell them we said hey.
2: Would you say grace over this, bleep before we get I, started?
1: <laughs> I will <laughs> not do that. No, I'm not going to do that.
2: Dear baby Jesus, bless this Bless this dumb bleep we're about to spew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously, we've been talking a lot of Talladega Nights before the show, so we're just keeping it going. For you kids out there, that's a racing movie, okay? You want to check it out yeah. sometime. It's all right. All about sports. It's probably... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so without further ado, we're going to start with dumb bleep number one, and we're just going to start off light here with a light amount of dumb, okay? Mm-hmm. Then we're going to work into things that will become progressively dumber as the show goes on. Finishing off with what is potentially one of the dumber things, but that is dependent on the people watching live and what they want to vote on. Okay, so there was this thing going on in Nigeria, okay, and their president or leader or whatever they call that person over there kind of made some Twitter threats to the people that were protesting and burning some things down, stuff like that. It wasn't very good. He was like, hey, last time this happened, we killed like a million of you guys. That was basically his tweet, okay? Okay. And so Twitter, uh, they essentially, they removed the tweet, and then Nigeria banned Twitter from, from Nigeria. There's no, there's no Twitter anymore, okay? And so Twitter's very upset about this. Here's what Twitter had to say. We are deeply concerned by the, <laughs> by the blocking of Twitter in Nigeria. Access to the free and open internet is an essential human right in modern society. We will work to rest- restore access for all of those in Nigeria who rely on Twitter to communicate and connect with the world. Hashtag keep it on. It's interesting. So, it's interesting, isn't yeah. it? That yeah. access is an essential human right in modern mm. society. Human right. Yeah.
2: Now, which means those that don't have access are labeled as non-human. Yeah. They're, they That's can't by
1: default. They can't be. Yeah. Because yeah. they
2: believe it is a human, right?
1: Yeah. Now it's just, there's two things. one, You can't just have a human right to a website that did not exist 15 years ago. I don't know how long Twitter's been around, but human beings as a species can't have a inherent right to something that didn't exist when I was in high school. You know what I remember about Twitter? No.
2: Casey Conrad showing me Twitter uh, back at the Rutledge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In aught
2: nine, probably. Yeah. Back in aught nine. Aught ten. Something like
1: that. I remember, yeah, I remember hearing about some of that stuff for the first time. And I believe he was in, like,
2: he created an account, he was, like, top thousand or something like that. He
1: probably was. He's always the first to everything, so I can can imagine that happening. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know what you guys think about Twitter. And then, okay, so the second thing is, what about the people that Twitter has also banned off of their website? So, they're not humans, right? Is that the thing? They must not be. Because you have a human right to their website, Mm -hmm. okay, unless... You tweeted something that was, I don't know, supportive of a protest that eventually became a riot or something like that. I'm not really sure. I'm just spitballing here. I'm throwing out potential Mm. things that that might happen i don't know
2: unless you had you know 120 million followers and we disagree with what you say
1: yeah Yeah. that's if we disagree with what you say then yes. you don't have a human right i got you you have a human right as long as we agree with you so it's a subjective right that they get to the side even though they've said that it is a right for human beings to use it
2: that subjective rights are the only rights that are <laughs> that is that true are, that are rights
1: that is the danger <laughs> of subjectivity in fact if i look
2: at your rights they're all subjective yeah
1: Oh, thanks for let me know which rights I have later on. Like you have a right to life, mm-hmm. unless you're in a fe- unless you're a fetus. Yeah, well, your right to life. People <laughs> think that that means that you also uh, you have to be you have to be saved. You would say, but really, the right to life just means that no one can take your life from you. That's what that means. You have a right to that life. It doesn't mean that you could enslave someone to make sure that you can keep that life. But anyway, we could talk about positive and negative rights for an entire episode, and we have. I recommend you take the 474 episode challenge and you could find plenty of episodes about that. Okay. We got seven dumb bleeps. All right. So go ahead.
2: Dumb bleep number two from one of our favorites here. Old Tammy Duckworth. Mm, she's made it on here a few times. Any Senate Republicans. I love how they frame these. Mm-hmm. They're just, they frame them so well. Any Senate Republicans want to come out and just admit they believe our daughters deserve less pay than men for the same work. <laughs> no, well, that's what filibustering the Paycheck Fairness Act basically tells us.
1: <laughs> is that? Is it what it tells us? Oh, Tammy, this is why this stuff, Tammy, this is why this stuff's so important. I appreciate
2: her service. Yeah, you know, yeah, I appreciate her service to our country. But you know th- this is so absurd. But the way they frame this, the way they frame this, (laughs) that's right, Lieutenant Tam. (laughs) You got new legs, Lieutenant Tam. Oh, God.
1: You know, it's not okay to make fun of people unless they are trying to, you know, take away your rights and your liberties from you. Then... It's fair game, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Then you can make fun of people for things that people honestly shouldn't be made fun of for, you know, because especially in the way that that happened and everything. But my
2: my dad's in my phone as lieutenant
1: dad. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's like when we make fun of Biden for for, you know, having dementia. Well, when he's trying to take away our rights, you kind of open yourself up to being it's okay to make fun of things. I
2: know what I do every single year for Christmas for my dad. What's that? I send him slippers.
1: <laughs> Charlie's dad doesn't have any legs, by he the way, just in case no. you need a backstory on no, that. Just
2: in case you guys want to know. <laughs> yeah. My dad doesn't have any legs, and every year for Christmas, I send him slippers. <laughs> every year. And I choose the gift option on Amazon. I pay the extra $3 for them to put it <laughs> as Very a gift important for him to open up for Christmas. <laughs> and he's in my phone as Lieutenant Dad. Uh, no. It's all in good fun.
1: That's how important these. Th- this is why we talked about this earlier in the week because this is the kind of rhetoric that comes out around these things when you decide to not go along with the Paycheck Fairness Act, which uh, had a pretty bad thing in it, where they essentially move the burden of proof onto the person that was being accused. So that's a problem. The employers being accused, then they're the ones who have to prove that they're inno- that they're innocent, uh, which could get very expensive for a lot of companies. I know people just like to. They only have like four companies that they know of. You know, there's just Walmart and Amazon, and I can't even name any others. Those are the only, those are the only companies I can think of. Target every That's now it. and then. Yeah. they wouldn't
2: have got burnt down.
1: But there's a lot of other companies out there, millions of them out there, that uh, would have a hard time just proving that without spending the ton of it. So it's a really, really terrible bill. And then the statistics on it just don't work, do they, Charles? No. No.
2: And framing something like this, using children again, by the way, daughters, um, it's just <laughs> sick. It's disgusting. And it's just simply not true. Yeah. And it makes a dumb bleep.
1: There There's dumb bleep number two. Dumb bleep number three. We're going to roll right on through some of this. The last few are... Uh, whoo woo. Okay, so... Y'all got to see this picture to make it worth it. Yeah, I'm going to switch the picture over here. Okay, here's the picture. So... Jamel Hill was out there tweeting. And so what happened was Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia, said that he was not going to vote for the For the People Act, which is where the federal government takes over all of the state election systems. And so he said he wasn't going to vote for it. So she called Joe Manchin basically a white supremacist for not wanting to support the For the People Act. Okay, And so this was going around the, at the time that he decided he wasn't going to support this. And then here's a lefty saying, if Jamel Hill or anyone else called the folks below white supremacists, the right wing would say that it's only anyone who disagrees with you. So the argument from the right when she called Joe Manchin a white supremacist was, well, it's just because he disagrees with you on this. That's why you're saying that. And so this person says, well, they'd look at these people, which, by the way, it's a picture of the KKK, actual white supremacist. Mm. And they would say, well, you just think that these the are white over su- their
2: head and everything. Yeah.
1: You just think that they're white supremacists because they don't they don't agree with you on something. No it's because these are actual white supremacists they're they're wearing the sheets okay they're they they got their white robes on they're legitimately white they are literally white white supremacists and this is something that people don't understand is like you just call joe manchin a white supremacist randomly we talk about this all the time first off that takes away from calling someone a white supremacist because if you just cry white supremacy all the time, well, then you take away from the times that it could actually be true, which could be an important thing to actually point out sometimes if someone mm-hmm. is is actually a white supremacist. Like when you have a
2: bunch of guys dressed up as Clayton Bigsby running around.
1: Yeah, it must have been a Halloween thing. They were, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so this is the problem where you say, well, they'd look at these guys and say that they're just not even white supremacists. No, you wouldn't. Because this is a picture of white supremacists that are literally—they call themselves this—so they don't understand why sometimes it's not right to just yell white supremacy all the time. They should really read this old story called "The Boy Who Cried Wolf." It's a very it's a important children's story. Book, I believe. Yeah, it's it has been a, its a, its an old, old, old story, and really, a lot of people, I would say, on the left, I'm sure on the right as well, need to read that story. Because I don't it didn't turn out too well for the boy, okay? And I don't and I would want it to turn out well for the boy, but the problem is he would always cry wolf all the time. I'm gonna go ahead and just this spoiler alert. Oh, you're gonna spoil it. Yeah, he would cry wolf all the time. And then the problem is when there was actually a wolf, no one came to help. No one came to help because the boy was always crying wolf all the time. My
2: dog does this all the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't care if there's a wolf in there. Your dog's in there crying wolf. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's in
2: there crying wolf. There's no wolf. <sighs> man, last time it was actually real. There, uh, you know, it, it, it was a mess. I had to get my brain.
1: It was a mess, man. I tell that's, you what. That's what. That's dumb bleep number three, three. I think this is this is the last lighter one coming up here, and then it's going to get real, Heavy. real dangerous here in a bit. Yeah.
2: All right. So dumb bleep number four is uh, Mr. Bezos here. So the Associated Press tweeted out. Jeff Bezos, Bezos, Bezos. I don't even know say, how
1: you actually say it. I need to hear him say it sometime.
2: Heading to space. And by the way, that's um, just it's up north of the sky.
1: It's up here. Yeah.
2: yeah, Amongst the stars. Except it's actually every
1: direction. Not and it's close. not even just north. It's close uh, to the stars. Yeah.
2: The Amazon co-founder and CEO says he will be aboard Blue Origin's New Shepard spacecraft for its first human flight next month. Next month, by the way. And then, of course, um, Simple Son of a Bitch replied to this. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's his name. I'm just name. saying Simple Son of a Bitch. <laughs> that's his name. He said, Welp, for the world's richest man who could end hunger and homelessness in the U.S., he doesn't seem to be doing much here. So blast off, buddy. Wishing you well, sir.
1: <laughs> the world's richest man who could end hunger and homelessness is not doing much here. Just always. So we'll see you later.
2: Yeah, it's ending homelessness and, and world hunger.
1: So there's two things in there. He could end hunger and homelessness, and also he's not doing very much here. No. So send him the space. That's fine. <laughs> there's two dumbs in there. He stacked two dumbs in there, which I don't even know if is fair. Is that within the rules of this sport that Still, we're doing right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we have to ask Joe. All these
1: people competing. Joe, is that against part of each the Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh Yeah, you're right. There are two dumbs in this one. Um, b- We've talked about this before several times, and it's actually made dumb bleep several times, which is uh, Bezos doesn't actually have enough money to end world hunger and homelessness. Uh, well, actually, maybe he does for a day. Yeah. One whole day. And what about tomorrow? What do you do then? And by the way, there's Bezos is gone. All his money spent. Mm-hmm. He had money in the bank. Shorty, what you drank. They don't drink at all. <laughs> so now... <laughs> So now what? We go after Bill Gates? Well, he's going to have a few people left behind. He doesn't have as much money. Uh, and that's, that's Saturday's, Bill. What about Sunday's, Bill?
1: Like, like, What about next year?
2: This is the thing. No one, no one thinks about the future. Bezos does. He's got like a 200-year plan. No one else thinks about the future. And then the second thing was he's not doing much here. Really? Nothing. Amazon's not doing anything for anyone. Hasn't provided three hundred thousand jobs or whatever it is now. Six hundred thousand jobs hasn't completely revolutionized the way that we expect and receive mail. Hasn't, in fact, I just saw a new USPS commercial that it was just made me believe in it. Really? Yeah, it was a great commercial. In
1: USPS.
2: Yes, they were talking about um, two-day shipping, by the way, and it's basically like the USPS, what we've always believed in. It just had a nice little voice in there.
1: Where they like would come. We've Rain al- or sleet or snow, or we've will- always
2: been about the customer. Basically, we've, yeah, we've always been all about you, and we'll we'll ship anything for you, including marijuana now for <laughs> for two days nationwide. That's Whatever. a pretty good deal. So anyway, <laughs> um, Amazon uh, Amazon has literally revolutionized commerce, not only logistically um, but also through uh grocery store delivery and all kinds of things that we have because of Bezos.
1: So I just realized that there was a dumb bleep. I forgot to put in here mm-hmm. and I just added it in. So we're going to throw it. We're going to throw it in the middle here. And I removed another one because all right, this one I've had a hard time actually listening to uh, because this is a, this is a Hank Johnson moment. You guys know Hank oh, Johnson. Yes. Yes. I forgot about this. So that was Dumbly number four. This is Dumbly number five. This is this is Representative Louis Gomert, a Republican from Texas. Please, God, tell me he's not serious about this, but I think he is. Okay, and I uh, didn't have this ready, but I think the audio should be good. So let's try Mr. it. Mr. Producer, now.
0: And I understand from what's been testified to, the Forest Service and the BLM, you want very much to uh, work on the issue of climate change. I was. Uh, okay. Uh, informed by the past director of NASA that they have found that the moon's orbit is changing slightly and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. Uh, We know there's been uh, significant solar flare activity. Um, And so is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to uh change the course of the moon's orbit or the earth's orbit around the sun obviously that would have profound effects on our climate <laughs> oh. by the way bureau of I land management i would have to follow up with you on that one mr gomert yeah i'll have to follow so up if you with figure you figure out a way that you in the uh, forest <laughs> service can make that change uh, like to can do to uh change the course of the moon's orbit or the earth's orbit around the sun obviously that would have profound effects
1: <laughs> please no that has to, it had to be a joke right
2: i mean he's thinking outside the box oh you know? no what was his name again
1: louis gohmert oh louis Rep- representative louis Gomert from t- from tejas oh louis so he's <laughs> suggesting that we change the orbit of the moon or of the Earth around or the, both or both around the sun to help with climate change. <laughs> <laughs> they just move us like, a little further out. Let's just pretend that uh, that was possible. Is, see anything could go wrong with that? <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Like you're just off by a little bit. Yeah. I, I we I don't know what else to I don't know exactly what to say about it, but that's pretty freaking dumb. Um, I don't know, man.
2: (laughs) That's it's it's absolutely ridiculous notion to think that even if we had that technology that like you said, if imagine if you were point one point zero 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 one degree off. (laughs) Right. Then like where where would we end up? Yeah. So eventually, by the way, in case you guys don't know what happens with uh, stars, eventually they die. Yeah. Stars die. They can't burn forever. And so the earth star will die one day. The sun will die one day. And, and what it does, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not up to speed on my astrophysic physics physiology. Yeah. Um, but essentially that the, the gravity starts to suck everything in over a really, really long period of time. We probably have, I don't know what they estimated a few billion years at least I think, but that's, that's, What happens, and so yeah, the the orbit's going to change slightly over time, and to think that we could have any effect on that, whatsoever, (laughs) and that somehow the the Forest Service is going to help
1: of all people shoot a bunch of nukes at the moon and and see if it'll move a little bit. The
2: Bureau of Land Management, not be (laughs) not the not Black Lives Matter group, not that organization. The Bureau of Land Management.
1: Joe mentioned that maybe uh, that maybe he was trying to trap them into admitting that we can't help climate change. Um, you know, and I know you're trying to be generous. Uh, And so I think that's, I think that is being generous. That is that maybe that's a possibility. He was trying to say, look, even if we could do this, we couldn't do anything about climate change. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, it's just a really, really bad idea. And like I said, that is on par with, uh, with Hank Johnson suggesting that Guam was going to tip over. You're
2: kind of doing a little bit of the George Bush.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, uh sounds like a question he would ask. I don't know why
1: I was doing that, man. I don't even
2: think George Bush is dumb enough to ask that question. No. From, from Texas.
1: No, no, I don't think so. But yeah. uh, anyway.
2: It's like, you know, Hank Johnson, I think. Hank Johnson believes that islands float. Yeah. Like they're just floating in the ocean out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that they're actually just part of the ground.
1: <laughs> he literally didn't know at all. He
2: didn't know. It's like, wouldn't, wouldn't Guam tip over.
1: <laughs> so that's a good one. So that is uh that was dumb bleep number five. Okay. So we still got a couple more here. Charlie, will you describe this uh, meme that I'm about to put up here for everyone?
2: So this appears to be uh, the Egyptians um, slave owners over the Jews. That's what it, appears to be if you go by the biblical context of them building the pyramids back in Egypt. And at the very top of the meme, it says capitalism. And the guy who just got whipped, although that kind of looks like a sword, looks like a sword should be a whip though.
1: Maybe it's a stick. I don't know. The
2: guy's down on one knee and he's fallen over after a long, hard day of carrying bricks and they wanted to carry more bricks. And the guy is thinking to himself, I'm going to own this pyramid someday and that this describes capitalism.
1: Yeah, because we're all slaves to capitalism Mm -hmm. under the false presumption that we're going to own something someday, but we're just slaving away. And this picture of a slave owner beating someone who's building a pyramid is a perfect example of capitalism. A perfect depiction Mm -hmm. to scale, by the way. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Yeah. That is is two scale. That's not exactly how it works under <laughs> capitalism, though. I don't think. No, it has to. I think it's a little the picture bit. Picture says it. Well, it is on. The me. picture's
2: worth a thousand words, Nate.
1: Yeah. What yeah. Joe just said. Show me a better system. We don't have one. Yeah. You know. We just don't have
2: one. Well, it's not even that. But this. This isn't how capitalism works. No. At all. So first of all, if you, if you, first of all, your, your boss shouldn't be whipping you with a slave.
1: <laughs> with a stick. With a
2: stick or or a whip. Okay, so if your boss is doing that, well, then you probably are in the wrong job, and you should report them to Human Services, Human Resources, or uh, or definitely find another job. Slash, uh, charge them with criminal with with crimes. Pe- people doing ac-
1: that. People equate this to slavery in the slave owning South because those slave owners were pursuing a profit, and they were using slaves to do that, and so they say, well, that must be capitalism. That that must be what it is.
2: Well, but the problem with that, though, is capitalism requires a key thing here. Voluntary exchange.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has
2: to be vol. Nowhere in this picture does it look voluntary to me. It doesn't seem voluntary. No. And so that's not it's obviously not capitalism. What this is is slavery. That's what this is. That's what that's called. You're
1: saying those are two different things two separate it, just because the slave owner is pursuing profit that that doesn't mean that he is a capitalist ap-
2: absolutely weird because, that's weird because capitalism requires voluntarism yeah it requires it and it's not voluntary
1: well speaking of societies where people don't have to work uh right here so that's that was a dumb bleep Number six, six. Woo, we are running through the list today, but these are all pretty good. Uh, don't believe number six. This is something. Seven. This, seven. Just think about this here for a minute, because this is a deep thoughts, right? If these are thoughts for your thoughts this is from Reddit, right here. This is from Reddit. This is great. Okay, the question in the socialism thread, socialism one hundred and one thread. Okay, the question was: Are cashiers working class? So are they really working class? Is what the person is asking. They said, I know this sounds like it should be obvious, <laughs> but think about it. Cashiers do not produce any commodities. Under a non-capitalistic society, <clears throat> nobody would do what they do. In fact, their job is almost more like a cop. They keep commodities away from people and demand that you pay a fee to the bourgeois." to access them. And if you refuse, they will use the violence of the state against you by reporting you to the authorities for shoplifting. How are they in a Marxist analysis working class? And this
2: is what happens when you dive super deep into mm-hmm. Marxism. You Getting- have to you keep fractionating everyone down until you get to the level of, you know, who is the most oppressed person and everyone else above that most oppressed individual?
1: Has to die. So even someone who is working a cashier job is part of the capitalist problem, the bourgeoisie right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, we could pick this apart for a minute, but they say cashiers do not produce any commodities. Now we'll have to think about what the other, what, what's the flip side look like? We've seen the flip side before. You guys think that, you guys think that in uh, other countries where they didn't have a capitalist system, when there were uh, goods like food, that were available to a limited amount of people, that there weren't people there making sure that people didn't take things that they weren't allowed to take, that they wouldn't tell the authorities. Literally, we've told stories about people in China, the guy who had to bury his son alive because he picked up some grain off of the ground. Okay? Well, Bernie loves to see food lines, though. That's you got to see bread lines. Those are good for you. Love okay? to see them. That means the system's working. So in a way, cashiers are producing something that is a commodity, by the way, which is labor. So they are producing something that is valuable, and they are working in a job that is valuable for people because people need the goods that are in that store. And for us to be able to have this system where people grow the food, and then they sell it to the distributors, and the distributors sell it to probably eight other people, and then it makes it to the grocery store eventually. Uh, for you to be able to do that, there has to be someone there to count up all the things that you took. And then the things that you do in your life that are valuable to other people, you get a dollar amount represented in your bank account or your wallet that says here's how valuable monetarily that was to everyone. And then you can go and take things that other people did that were valuable, like spending their time growing food. Okay, and so that this is the system that's happening right here. It says their their job is almost like a cop because they keep commodities away from people and demand that you pay a fee to access them. And what I was saying is in the other societies where there hasn't been capitalism, there would still be people that would keep away the goods from people because you have to ration everything. And it's still not But you don't have to pay a fee. You don't have to pay a fee. That's the thing. I guess that's true. It's included. Yeah, it is included. Yeah. Yeah. But you would just get uh, put to death if you take things that you're not supposed to take. Right. So that is still a problem right there. So if you
2: they're still a cashier, yeah, they just don't accept cash.
1: So when people do this, like you got to think about the other what is the other alternative to what cashiers are doing? And the other alternative would be one that uh, farmers would just grow things and then they get put in these places out of the goodness
2: of their hearts, just
1: out of the goodness of their hearts because they also want to be allowed to go get food and things from, from other people, so they would grow things and they would take them to the grocery buildings, can't say store, you know, they would take them to the grocery, and you would go in there, and you would just say, I need all of these things, and then you would take them, and and you would leave, okay, And, and that's what would actually happen, and that's not actually what would happen, because in all that, you would have issues with your supply, your farmers wouldn't be growing enough. By the way, the farmers are basically your slaves at that time, because you said that they have to grow things and you have to be able to walk into a building and take the things that they just grew for you. All right. So you are, you're making the farmers a slave where if you didn't do enough labor, where you are able to take what the farmers did through their labor, where you can transact with them between your value, then you're actually saying that you don't have to work, but the farmers do have to work to provide you with things, but you don't have to work to get stuff from the farmers. So you're or making you're, the farmers or, your slaves. or you're
2: you're relying on everyone being benevolent enough that they're only going to take what they need and leave leave behind mm-hmm. what everyone else needs, which doesn't happen. Which is why we have an argument about price gouging all the time. Yeah, you want to know why? Because human beings are innately selfish to the core. Okay, you're going to take the things that are mostly gonna that are going to most benefit you, and to hell with everyone else, especially in a moment of need. Right. Mm-hmm. I always use the example of of kids because I think that's a good example, especially if you're a parent and a lot of people are parents out there. I know you're not, Nate, but no, but uh, but but you're a
1: friend of a parent. I'm an uncle of a lot of.
2: And so, if you people. and I were at a swimming party and uh, you were the only one watching the kids at the pool, only mm-hmm. one there, the rest of us are taking shots out back. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. uh, this kid you don't know, same age as Parker and Parker. They start drowning at exactly the same time. Parker's my son. Okay. And you're my best friend, and Mm -hmm. we work together. Yeah. Okay. What kid are you going to save first? You could potentially save both of them, but you you can only do it one at a time. Which kid are you going to save first from drowning?
1: What is the wealth of the parents of the other kid? You don't know. Okay. Yours then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And every parent would save their own kid first. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with
2: that. Like, obviously, you want to save both kids. I would want to save both kids, but I'm probably because of this biological attachment, I'm going to dive into the pool and grab my kid first and get him out and make sure he's okay before I go get the other one. Yeah, it's what because that's that's what human beings are. You have in in a way you have to be driven that way. Otherwise, nature will take you out. For it, you know you have those certain biological drives like if you're starving like truly starving you don't care if anyone else gets to eat until you get to eat otherwise you're hangry mm-hmm. and you, don't
1: you're so, you don't want to be hangry you no. don't want to be hangry you so
2: mad and that's the other problem is that if you had this benevolent society where you know people just did everything for everyone else and then they just went to the store and only got what they needed for themselves and their family and there was plenty of left over for everybody else, but that's not the case. And so how do you organize a society that takes into to account all the selfishness and also produces wealth and everything else? And and literally you can't point to a better system than capitalism. It's the only one that actually works.
1: And it's the most fair system that the the answer is if there's something that you want that someone else is producing, you have to produce something that other people want. It's just a form of trade. You're just not mm-hmm. always trading with the person that actually performed that labor. But that's all money is. We're just we're just doing things that other people want and and we're getting a monetary value for that. And we're going to use that to do other things that they did that other people want. And and that's what we do to trade back and forth. But because we throw money in the way, people don't like this. And this whole benevolent society thing, it, it just don't make no sense, I'll tell you what. Because you can't do... The idea there is that everyone, instead of caring about yourself, you know I'm a big fan of Ayn Rand and the whole virtue of selfishness thing and and all of that. Um, the other alternative is that you put everyone else before yourself, so, you, so I would put you before me, Charlie, but then that would also mean that I have to rely on you putting me before yourself also and then everyone else would have to rely on everyone else putting other people before themselves as well and that's just not human nature capitalism is the only thing that actually works with human nature because we're always going to put ourselves before other people and we can have an argument on the uh how far down that actually goes and whether or not that's accurate i will defend it appropriately okay but that is Dumblet number seven. One thing that Charlie said that I think was really important was this is what, this is how far it goes when you keep fractionating and you keep figuring out who all of your enemies are when you are fractionating people up and you are upset about the the bourgeois, the bourgeoisie, and you're mad about them. Well, that goes all the way down uh, the line to anyone who works inside of this capitalist system because They are participating in this system, and if they don't just give you everything that you want, I mean, in this case, anyone who works, it doesn't have to be a grocery store. It can be any store that there is, any place that sells anything. The people who work in those stores and in those shops, uh, that they are actually part of the problem. They're just like the violence of the state essentially the same thing because they won't just give you things when you walk in. So now all of those people become your enemies. So eventually the only good people out there are the ones who want everything for free and don't want to work for them. Those are the only good people left over afterwards. That's mm, it. That's it. Okay. And everyone else must go. And they're all angels. Yeah. Because everyone else is causing the deaths of everyone. Whoever dies, by the way, you know, you see the numbers, all these people died from capitalism that everyone who's ever died is because of capitalism Mm -hmm. and you those people must go if that's true if that's a true statement if it were true then you would want to do everything that you could to stop that system from working if it were true like if i thought it were true we would want to do everything that we could in the way that we know that it's true about socialism and communism and collectivism overall we know that it is true that it would cause the deaths of millions of people and so we want to do everything in our power to stop those things from happening. Well, these people think the same thing about capitalism, and they would do everything all the way down to uh, offing the cashiers that work at the stores.
2: You know what the best part about this dumb bleep is? What? The very
1: beginning. Yeah?
2: I know this sounds like it should be obvious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it very the very first, <laughs> very first thing. <laughs> it should be obvious. Guys, yeah.
2: listen, I'm going to tell you something so obvious. <laughs> so obvious, I shouldn't even have to
1: mention it, but you should think about it. Sounds like it should be obvious. There's a reason that it's obvious, okay? Oh my God. Okay, well, that's dumb bleep number seven. All right, that's all the dumb bleeps that we have. One, two,
2: three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: Number one was Twitter saying that Twitter is an essential human right, and I'm not sure they're really following up with that. Number two is where they're
2: practicing their own beliefs.
1: (laughs) Number two is uh, Lieutenant Tam saying that Republicans basically don't think that daughters deserve the same money for doing the same work. That is what's going on. Number three is Republicans would look at a picture of literal KKK members and say that they're not white supremacists. Okay, number... I lost my count. Number four is uh, Jeff Bezos could end world hunger and homelessness, and he hasn't done much here on Earth, so let's send him off to space. That seems accurate. Number five is uh, capitalism is just like the slaves that built the pyramids. It's the same thing, essentially. Oh, you know what? I skipped over the moon guy. What number was that? I messed up my I messed up my order here because I threw that I I threw that in in the middle. One, two, three, four was that we need to change the orbit of the moon. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. To fight climate change. Okay. Number five was capitalism is slavery. And and uh, I'm all I'm all messed up here. I'm all messed up. And then we got the cashiers are working class. There's seven of them, and I can't count right now. I'm missing one. So get your votes in. Twitter's number one. Number two is Lieutenant Tam. Wait, hold on. What's number one? Twitter. Okay, I'm writing. I'm gonna write, let me write this down.
2: Number two is Lieutenant Tam. Okay. Number three is white supremacist. Number. Five is Bezos heading into space. How'd you go from three to five? Oh sorry, four.
1: <laughs> four is Bezos heading into space.
2: Number five is Moon. Number six is capitalism and slavery. Number seven is socialism.
1: All right, I hope everyone caught that. Woo. And if you can't say the number, then just say what the thing was, okay? Yeah. We Just, are
2: changing the ballot at the last minute because we can.
1: Yeah. All right? <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. So get your votes in, mail them in, we'll count them all. Hey. Don't worry. If anyone's interested in trading in the stock market, I recommend that you go to MasterMyStonks.com. The ERB has been killing it lately, and if you're not in the class, you don't know what that means, but it's a very simple strategy that has an 80% win rate this year, and it's so easy, your grandma could do it, okay? Mm-hmm. That, was, uh, that was my goal when I spent eight months creating that strategy that I wanted to be able to write it down on the Post-it note, and have my mom or my grandma trade the strategy. And I'm pretty sure they could do it. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to test that out sometime. We'll see. Actually, That would actually be a pretty good selling point, tell you the truth. So anyway, if you've never, never, ever pursued a career in the stock market, this is the time to do it. All right? Why not? Why not? Okay? You could change the rest of your freaking life. Take a chance. Take a chance on something. Okay? Been doing this for several years now. I freaking love it. I, I mean, I used to tour play music for a living, and I just told someone the other day that I would rather be trading socks all day than touring playing shows. Wow. It's so fun. I didn't know that. It's it's so fun to do every single day. So anyway, you can go to com, use the promo code SAVE20. Actually, right now, I got a better promo code for you. It's my birthday month. I'm turning 34, so you want to use the promo code STONK34, and you'll get 34% off your first month. And of course, there's always that beautiful seven-day trial For anyone who signs up. So that's mastermysongs.com. You say classy.
2: And if you, yeah, then that means if you don't like it, you just cancel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't
2: want you anyway if
1: you're, if you ain't going to like it. (laughs) Joe. Okay. You're wrong on that, man. Heck, I got people got my band name tattooed on them. Multiple.
2: We are going to, (laughs) we are going to count the votes here, but I honestly do not know which one won.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So can we get some extra ballot? counters here no harvesting but we ballot got, counters
2: we got the moon one i think we got a few for the moon one um i think other people voted for the moon one but they thought it was number six and some other people thought it was number four who knows i'm gonna i'm gonna make an executive decision here
1: it seems like the moon tell you
2: the guy who the moon one yeah was the worst that was the dumbest bleep of all um unless we somehow figure it out maybe he's right maybe he's onto to something he but could perhaps, change. he could change the world he could change the universe, Nate. Mm-hmm. But the world's too small now. I mean, can you imagine just a little ch-
1: shift in the tides being messed up? <laughs> like what that would do? People what's that? Re- <laughs> what's that one
2: movie where everything gets destroyed? Um, Oblivion. No, because they destroyed um,
1: the moon. But all the natural
2: disasters, like there's 2012. Uh, um, yeah, like one of those. That one. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, that has like a hundred foot tidal waves on all the coast and
1: oh, I don't know, tornadoes. Dropping down in L.A. This is still a lot of movies right now. Oh, uh, Day After, so Day after Tomorrow. That's what we're talking about right now. There we go. Yeah. yeah. That's what you're talking about. That's
2: what's going to happen there. Um, Louie. Oh, Louie. Oh, Louie. All right. Anyway, if you guys enjoyed today's show, which I know you did, Dumb Bleep of the Week continues to be the most popular episode uh, uh, every single
1: week. It's just to that hear, hear us do. count out the dumb bleeps, yeah. I think. I think just yeah. to see
2: if we know our math. <laughs> and clearly we don't. Yesterday we talked about factorials today we tried to count to seven (laughs) tomorrow or monday who knows what we'll be doing two plus two perhaps if 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 we got enough in us so please hit that subscribe button as nate told you to do in the very beginning of the show or he said smash your follow or something like that yeah i I don't know hit the button just whatever button you subscribe
1: your smash button that's what you need to do subscribe to your
2: smash button Tell a friend or a foe about the show. We really appreciate when you guys do that. You guys are helping the numbers grow every single day of the week. Those are the free ways to support us. Sign up on patreon.com slash good liberty for as little as five bucks a month. You can join in on the live group and uh, cast your vote. And we have no idea what you're voting for these days, but you can participate <laughs> and we would love it if you did. All of that money goes towards growing the show. So we really appreciate all of that. We're going to be at Freedom Fest coming up here in a couple of weeks. So all of it's you, at the end
1: of July, sorry, July, yeah. that one's in July too. So yeah. Charlie's about to get in his car and start <laughs> about driving to,
2: about to go to South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys are going to be at freedom fest, we'd love to see you there. Stop by, we'll be on media row. We got a lot of cool interviews. We're going to line up and everything for that week. So um, it's going to be a blast. And if you guys do all of those things, then we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good day, a good weekend and a good morning Liberty.